This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. They added uh, a, a very special uh, mix to the foursome, and he's joining us right now because he's coming back next Saturday to the Wishbone Brawl at Goat Hill Park. The legendary Masters champion Fred Couples is with us here on Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Fred, it is an honor to have you on this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I must say that um, you have a way better voice. I have a little radio show I do, and sometimes I struggle with listening myself, so I've never, ever listened to, I don't even know what they, I don't call it a podcast. I don't even know what it's called, to be honest with you, but it's on serious golf. But I love, I, I just drove down from um, my house in Newport down. I'm going to open up the Madison Club here in Palm Springs tomorrow with the opening tee shot. And, you know, for me, people, I don't listen to music. I just listen to talk show and sports mainly, and I just get my fix. And this morning it was a little rough uh, getting down here because I left the house at 4.30 or 5, and I hit some traffic. But I'm very excited to be on with you guys and, and to talk about John Ashworth and uh, the duel. Uh, and, and, again, I will say I, I'll stop talking. But last year, because of COVID, Jeff Ogilvy couldn't come and so I filled in, and I got to tell you, I, it was a hell of a day for me to be a part of. Um, played with Xander Shopley and Dean Wilson, and I'm embarrassed to say one of John's good buddies who plays mini tours. I can't remember his name. I should because he's better than I am. Will Crop, I think you played. It was last year, right? Yeah. Yes. Will. Will, Will was a superstar, yes. But I, I only met him once, and um, to be honest with you, I was looking at old texts to see if I had it on there, but I do know that um, I had an unbelievable caddy. There were, there were two twins and Ada and Annabelle. And I told John, I'm coming back next year as long as she can caddy for me again. It was just a heck of a day. A lot of people came out and like I heard, i never really knew much about goat Hill. It's an hour and 10 minutes from my house. Uh, a lot of guys have t-shirts. Um, I just, I, I just, was amazed when I got there. It was so cool. It, it is, and I was there that day as well. Brought my little son uh, out there to see it, and he la- he was he only made it about forty five minutes. Fred, <laughs> we had to split, but hey, that's good. That's not bad. Not not for a three year old. But one of the things yeah. that I saw that now I I just came into the game a couple of years ago, and now I'm it's I'm hooked. I'm, it's over. This is my life's passion now. Um, and I, but even when I was a kid growing up in the Dallas area, my dad was a big golfer. You were always our favorite golfer, my favorite by far. Even when I didn't even really enjoy golf, I just thought that guy is what I like. He's cool. I like the way he carries himself. Even when I was a kid, and of course, you winning the uh, the Masters Championship my junior year of high school. But I saw something at the Goat last year. You had a phone call you had to take, so I'm watching you warm up, and he's on the phone, you guys. And he's hitting one-handed wedges like 140 <laughs> yards, and I'm just sitting there going, "God, it's like it, your swing." Obviously, is one that everybody wants to try to emulate and copy, and they just can't. Now, how did that come about for you? How much work did you actually have to put into to hone that that swing of yours? Well, well, first let me reply to that phone call because that shot on the range made it to a lot of people, and and I did get some text from from friends that said oh you think you think you're pretty cool out there hitting one-handed well actually actually i was putting out fires and hopefully your radio sh- show covers to every state we have 
but the people in Jacksonville at Pontevedra Beach. So that was Andy Pazner, who's like second in line with a tour. And he said, Fred, you can't play today. You, you, you can't play today. And I said, Paz, uh, I know you already told Shopley that. So Davis Love's tournament was in uh, Hilt- or not Hilton Head, Sea Island. And he goes, look, we got sponsors. We've got a PGA tournament. And you're representing, you know, someone away. You can't do that. And I said, Paz, there's like 700 people here. I'm 20 minutes from hitting balls. I'm actually on the range right now, and I'm going to say thank you. I've known you a long time, but X-Man and I are playing, and I'll talk to you later. And then I hung up on him. And then my – now, again, I'll, I'll stop because I've never told this story, but then my manager, Lynn Roach, who is my manager, but one of my best friends called and said, I just got off the phone with Andy. I've explained to him he's calling John Ashworth right now to tell him. So then John's on the range a little bit away. And this ends right here. And I said, you know, John, and he goes, my phone's been off the last half hour. So if he gets me, it'll be tonight. So anyway, we went and played, we raised, you know, we raised a lot of money and it was an active event. So now let's, let's bring up John Ashworth. So in 1987, he comes up to myself and John Cook and the third was Mark Wiebe and said, look, I'm going to be making clothing for a new company. And it turned out to be Charter Golf, and it went to Ashworth. And so to be quite honest with you, um, that really put me on the map. I was a good player. I think at that time I, I may have won a couple times and been on a Ryder Cup team. But, you know, for you guys that know or don't know, John Ashworth is the guy responsible for every shirt anywhere right now. He's the one who changed the look. I'm not saying people copied them. They did for a while, but you know, the soft collar, the different, the different style changing materials, you know, flying to all over to, to get, you, you know, stuff that was very golf playable. And I absolutely loved it. So the cool look would be, you know, the prints and the style. And then I have seen pictures, you know, in the, in the late eighties where the pants, you know, when the wind wasn't blowing, they looked like they could, you know, fit the largest guy in the world, but, that was the look back then, but, uh, you know, uh, the cool part is a lot. I don't wear a golf club, and I think that, I don't know. I've heard all kinds of systems and theories. Uh, the golf swing came. I grew up in Seattle. I used to take long, lazy swing. I still kind of have that, although my teacher wants it shorter and tighter. <laughs> but I used to take just huge divots. And so I know it sounds funny, but, if you look at a lot of guys that take huge, huge divots, they don't go through the ball as fast as some. For instance, maybe a Tiger Woods with his long irons. He, he, he used to take big divots, but John Daly, Nick Price in their hand, Tom Watson were very fast through the ball because they didn't really take any divot at all. And I got away from that when I got on the PGA Tour from playing you know, on different surfaces. But growing up as a kid in Seattle, I just had a long, loose, and lazy swing and you know, I, I mean, if I've, I've, I'm 63 now. I've, I've had some back issues, but I've really never stopped and retired or got away from it. And so I think people think you're cool when you're 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s. And, you know, this win I just had, I have to tell you, was, was absolutely amazing. Massive. I don't know how it happened. I, I did putt like I've never putted before, but that was a cool thing. I, a lot of things that I do I don't think are all that cool, but – that was a cool thing. 
Talking to Freddie Couples here on Ben and Woods. He's going to be in town for the Wishbone Brawl at Goat Hill next Saturday. And uh, so part of the Wishbone Brawl is that instead of using, you know, the the goat's kind of a shorter course. So instead of using these modern drivers with the graphite and everything, uh, you, you use your old persimmon woods, the old clubs. I see John Ashworth playing with them all the time. Now, you had a story from last year. The, the, the driver that you had to bring out, you had to actually find it. Can you tell us that story, Fred? Yeah, so I didn't look at the little fine print. You know, and again, I was a fill-in. So I first called X-Man, and I said, X, I've been told we have to use wooden drivers. And he goes, yeah, that's the beauty of it. And so I said to him, what, what driver? Well, I've used the same driver, I think he said, for two years. So anyway, I did. I drove. All my clubs are in the desert. I drove to the desert, and uh, I found a driver in three wood that I, I used at Augusta, the driver. It's wow. an old McGregor M82 when I won in 92, so I thought, well, this has to be good. So I put it in the trunk, and I had an old three wood, and I, I, I went home, but I specifically drove down for these clubs. And then I got home, and I put new grips on them, and I go there, and I hit some balls Friday. Just like I'm going to do next Friday, I'll go hit some wooden drivers. And I've never been so nervous. The first hole is a very, if you just, if you just bump it down the fairway, you have a sand wedge. And I've never been so nervous uh, in a long time. The the driver looks so small. And then the other thing I tried was a lady golf ball because a good pro friend told me, you know, you're not going to get your golf ball up in the air. You want to use a low compression ball. So I used kind of the same color, yellowish Bridgestone lady, the, the lady ball, but that didn't go well. So then I started my other ones. And uh, I will, I will say that Will drove, he was my partner. Will played very, very well. And then the big joke, I just texted Ogilvy and Ashworth and Dean, we we're on the thread. And I said, look, I hope I play well. I just want to par the second hole. It's the hardest so par hard. three it's so in San hard. Diego yeah. or in California. It is. And so, you, you, correct. And I don't, I, I actually, I don't think, I know none of us hit the green. I think I tried to hit a little five iron and, and I ended up getting it up and down, but I'm like that hole you could take and put on any golf course. Now the rest of them, again, uh, it actually blew my mind and, and I'll say it and we can keep talking, but what John Ashworth has done there is, is no different than people with millions of dollars that, that get to spend on their golf courses, whether they're at the farms in San Diego or LA country club or in the desert. And he just spends the most money he can and he makes it look amazing and everything else, everything else he does down there. Uh, I give him a lot of credit. I've known John a long time. I, I can't lie to you. I, I don't see John much. Every now and then we'll text. Um, he started up Link Soul, a, a, a new company, and he's killing it. And uh, I just have a lot of respect for the guy, and I, I love him, and I love his family. And I, and I again, he really put my golf career, besides the physical part, uh, on the map with Ashworth. Yeah, we we absolutely adore him too. He's like a spiritual guru for for both of us and and Paulie as well. And to hear that uh, Freddie Couples, who joins us now, also missed the green on two, makes me feel immensely immense. Now I never get it up and down, but I also missed the <laughs> green, so I feel I feel immensely better. I wanted to ask you, uh, Freddie, about your sixty that you shot a few weeks ago. I watched the highlights last night. I was laying in bed showing my son, who's four years old, and 
uh, I just said, look at this. I mean, look at this run that you went on. Five consecutive birdies, then seven consecutive birdies uh, on the back. Absolutely out of your mind. And I thought, you know, that's just like the day I broke 90 for the first time. That's how I felt. You're you firing a 60. Already at, shooting his age. Yeah, You're a little young for that, yes, Freddie. Yes, you are, man. Like, And <laughs> yeah. I, I had, had, had heard you say before, if I win again, I'm done. You're not done. You can't be done after throwing a 60 up there. Well, I no. I told a few people that that was probably the biggest mistake I ever made saying that because you know, I hadn't won in five years and the three or four times I really, really, really had a good shot. Uh, Steve Flesh beat me in Atlanta this year. I think he shot 63 the last round and I lost to him. I, I may have lost to him by two or I might have birdied the last hole. It didn't matter because I needed Eagle. But in Seattle, my hometown, I had a five shot lead and, you know, that came up. You know, you've said if you win one more time, wouldn't it be great in Seattle? And I went out and shot five over par with a five shot lead. Oh no! So now, so now, so now, slowly fast forward to the SAS. You know, I'm I'm playing, and on Saturday I will. So I had Steve Flesh's caddy, or Steve Flesh's son caddy for me, who's never caddied for me, and he's texting me, and you know we're gonna kill it, we're gonna do well, and, I, and I'm texting him, look, you just hang in there, we're gonna have a great week. I I just want to play one more event. And, uh, you know, in the year, I just want to get out of the house. So I go there and sure enough, I'm on the range and, and I'm feeling pretty good. And then we start and then we go and I make double on the very first hole. And he looks at me and I look at him and I went, wow, not what I was expecting. So I doubled my very first hole. This kid kept me in the game. He, he, he had a great, great, kept me fresh. And I ended up shooting 68, 68. And then honestly, here's where, so Saturday night, I've texted maybe 10 people and seven of them. I told them, look, if I can putt, I never tell people this. I never even bring up putting. If I can putt well tomorrow and a few of them, I said, look, if I can putt like you, I can win tomorrow. And so I went out and I putted better than Steve Stricker, who I texted better than George Brett, who was telling me <laughs> better than some of my other friends. And I've never really done that, but I did hit it very close. I did make about a 20-footer on, I don't know, 14 or 15. And that's when Jerry Kelly even started laughing, you know. But that was only my third straight birdie, I think, to, to get one ahead of him. And then I just kept going and going and going. And then it became comical. And, you know, I, I played with, um, uh, oh, my God, who beat Tiger Woods uh, at, at, at the PGA and uh, – a, a, a Korean player. Um, it doesn't Yang. matter. I, it'll, thank you. Y Yang, who was incredible. He came up to me on one hole. I think it was 16 and he made, and he talked to me for like 45 seconds. And I have to be honest, you guys, I ended up saying, thank you. Yes. It's been really fun. I don't even know what he said. And he could have asked me anything, but I knew it was about golf. Cause he kept saying never, I know birdies came out of his mouth, but um, I didn't understand a lot of it, but it was, but it was pretty cool. And then I birdied 17 and Jerry Kelly said, Hey, before you hit, I got to give you a butt cap because I've given you six in a row. Yeah, for sure. You know, blah, 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 blah. But, um, it just was, it just was unreal. And, uh, you know, a lot of eight, nine iron and wedges that I consider myself to be really good at. And I hit them pretty close and I made the putt. 
Well, uh, Fred, we will both see you out there next Saturday. We're looking forward to it. Very excited uh, to, to check it out. We'll tell everybody how they can get there in person, but we'll let you go. I uh, really appreciate the time this morning. Awesome. Very excited. That was a lot of fun. No, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and, and we will see you Saturday, and uh, hopefully the people will come out. We'll get a good day, and I, I know my partner's Jeff Ogilvy, so we've been texting a little bit. So we have no surprises because we're old. But we'll have a great time. And once again, you guys, thanks for having me on. That's, That's Fred pleasure. Couples, wow. Masters champion, a legend here on Meadow Woods and our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Fan hotline, save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. And just uh, so you know, if you want to get tickets, uh, they're $50. They uh, go to charity again to support North County Junior Golf and the Goat Hill Park and Leadership Academy. Just go to linksoul.com slash wishbone and you get your tickets for the event next Saturday.